0: It's that time of month again, where we get you up to date on some of the strangest true crime stories from this past month. Thanks for tuning in, and today we start with a very intriguing conspiracy about the suspicious death of a crypto coin founder. Next up, a shocking update on the cold case known as the Lady of the Dunes. We move on to a weird case in northwestern Arizona, where a home was investigated for a burglary case, but police found something much more horrifying. Then the case of a woman left for dead on a bridge in Oregon, and we wrap it all up with a development on a case of two teenagers who went missing, and then were found murdered in Indianapolis, and that one has an extremely twisted ending, in my opinion. Here are the strange and scary mysteries of the month for November 2022. Number 5. Crypto Founder Killed by CIA It's happened many times where brilliant people who are changing the status quo die or disappear under mysterious circumstances. They're either on the brink of a big discovery or creating a game-changing innovation, and the theories are that the powers-to-be don't like it, so they take care of them before the problem gets any bigger. Recently, on October 29, 2022, news broke out that Nikolai Mushigian was found dead in the ocean waters in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The 29-year-old was the co-founder of MakerDAO, a platform that enables the generation of DAI, the world's first unbiased currency and leading decentralized stablecoin. I don't really follow it either, but... Regardless, he made a name within the crypto community for coming up with multiple projects and technologies that further contributed to the improvement of Dye. The area where he drowned is somewhat known for strong undercurrents, making it a dangerous place to swim, especially for inexperienced swimmers. Records show that the beach has already claimed the lives of eight people in 2021 alone. Sources close to the investigation did say they had a suspicion that his death could be suicide, judging from a number of factors that they couldn't necessarily divulge. But he was found with all of his clothes on and his wallet in his pocket. Apparently he had gone for a walk in the morning, and a surfer found him waiting in the waves. Regardless of that, this presumption could not be substantiated fully. Police have said that there was no indication of foul play, but then again, if the CIA were actually involved, there probably wouldn't be. And the circumstances that occurred prior to this tragic event seem to indicate that this could be a possibility. See, the crypto founder had been posting some cryptic messages on Twitter. He did so not only once, but several times leading up to his death. In one of his posts, he talked about himself being targeted by both the CIA and their Israeli counterpart, Mossad, whose sex trafficking business he was trying to expose in Puerto Rico. In one of his last tweets, he said, they will torture me to death. A couple of months before, he also expressed his fears that he might be suicide by CIA in the future. Web sleuths and social media users alike have speculated that Mashigian could really be a victim of a cover-up murder. And they suspect that unknown entities may have orchestrated the developer's death to make it look like an accident. It's highly unlikely, though, that any of these theories will either be confirmed or debunked anytime soon. It is a tragic loss, shrouded in mystery, one of the many examples of people telling us someone is out to get them, only to have the story melt into the fold of yesterday's news. Number four. Lady of the Dunes Finally Identified Nothing could have prepared a 12-year-old when she went after a barking dog only to find the mutilated body of a woman in the Race Point Dunes of Provincetown, Massachusetts. And for almost half a century, the victim remained unidentified and within that time, she has only been known to the world as the Lady of the Dunes. It all began on July 26, 1974. That 12-year-old was out hiking with her family when she came across what she initially thought to be a dead deer. However, it turned out to be a human corpse. The woman, as it was later confirmed, was found with no clothes on and lying face down in a tall, grassy field. The body, under the hot summer sun, was already in a rapid state of decomposition and thus It became a feeding ground for large swarms of insects. A rather quick investigation was made, and detectives surmised that the woman had been deceased for about two weeks before being discovered. She had been nearly decapitated from a brutal strangulation, however medical examiners confirmed she died due to blunt force trauma to the side of the head. While there were no obvious signs of a struggle, they did find evidence of sexual assault, which according to police, likely occurred after her death. And things just got even weirder from there. Investigators thought that her attacker may have stayed with the corpse for a considerable amount of time judging from the wear and tear on the ground surrounding the body. Both of her hands and one forearm were also missing, as well as several of her teeth. This was believed to have been done by the killer with the intent of keeping the chances of having her identified as slim to none. And it worked, because up until recently, police had no idea who she was or who had done it. For such a grisly crime, authorities couldn't find any substantial evidence aside from two sets of footprints and a set of tire tracks. It did, however, run every license plate of anyone who visited the park around the time of the woman's murder. After this, since they couldn't find any record of the woman's arrival to the area... It led detectives to conclude that she may have been killed elsewhere and then dumped in the dunes. Over the years, a handful of suspects were called into question, including Whitey Bulger, a mobster who was known for removing his victim's teeth. But his alibi and lack of evidence linking him to the crime got him off the hook. Meanwhile, several attempts had been made to identify the Lady of the Dunes over the years, and her body was exhumed three times, once in 1980, then in 2000, and finally in 2013. The facial reconstructions were also done over the ensuing decades. Though none of these efforts panned out, there's one thing that they did get right, and that was to add her DNA profile to genetic, genealogical databases. Once in there, the authorities just needed to look for a match, and after many years, as more and more people added their own DNA to the database, Their efforts finally paid off. On October 31st, 2022, the FBI announced that they had finally identified the Lady of the Dunes, and her name is Ruth Marie Terry. She was born in Tennessee and was 37 years old at the time of her death. In addition to her birthplace, Miss Terry also had ties to California, Massachusetts, and Michigan. In the days that followed, law enforcement officials said they were looking for information about a man they believed she married months before her death, and his name was Guy Rockwell Moldauvin. Moldovan was suspected in the deaths of his second wife and her daughter in 1960. He was arrested and convicted and sentenced to 15 years, but his sentence got suspended after he bailed out. Guy passed away in California in 2002, so he won't be brought in for questioning anytime soon. And most likely, no one ever will. But if there's any consolation, at least Terry's family finally knows what happened to their loved one. Number 3. Burglary Investigation Surprise In Arizona, local authorities responded to a call of a burglary in progress occurring at a residence on Palm Avenue in Bullhead City, a town located 100 miles south of Las Vegas near the Nevada and California border. Police found at the scene a woman named Christine Walters. The 65-year-old was rummaging through the property, which prompted concerned neighbors to call the cops. A look into the records of the woman show that this was not the first time Walters had trespassed on this property, as just a few days prior, she had purportedly broke in there as well. During that time, she allegedly stole purses, bags, and clothing, which she then attempted to sell online. As per protocol, police have to take a look inside further in order to determine the extent of the burglary, it was at this point that they made a shocking discovery. Inside one of the bathrooms, lying inside a tub, was the mummified body of a woman. As confirmed by the Mohave County Medical Examiner's Office, the woman's name was Wendy Micah. She was 60 years old when she died, and as of right now, they can't determine how long exactly she had been in there. Police said they couldn't find any signs of foul play involved, and thus it was believed she died in there of natural causes. Authorities are keeping mum about talking with the family and relatives of the woman. Meanwhile, neighbors reported that they actually hadn't seen her for about a year. Given this length of absence, they initially assumed she just moved away. As for the burglar, officers said they now have her in custody. A search warrant into her home uncovered a considerable amount of methamphetamine because of this, Walters is now also being charged with unlawful possession of drugs and drug paraphernalia. Most likely, she figured out the house was like an open store for her to grab any goods she could to sell and fuel her drug habit. And the fact that a dead body was inside wasn't going to stop her from getting what she needed. Number 2. Hogtied on an Oregon Bridge The story begins at around 10 p.m. on October 21st, 2022, when Newport police received a distress call coming from Yaquina Bay Bridge, a popular arch bridge running across the Yaquina Bay. The complaint was about the heap of construction materials apparently blocking the roadway, so authorities were dispatched to clear a path, and it was then that they heard someone yelling for help. Uniformed personnel rushed to the source of the sound, and there they found a woman hog-tied together with rope and shoelaces. She had blood all over her head and face and a deep laceration on the back of her head. The responders immediately freed the victim's hands and transported her by ambulance to a nearby hospital. A search commenced on the area by both the Newport Police and Lincoln County Sheriff's Office, but they were unable to locate a suspect or even a witness at that time. After she was taken care of, investigators asked the woman, who told them that earlier that evening, she'd been escorted by the suspect down a discreet trail off the main pathway within the Aquina Bay State Park. All of a sudden, her companion struck her in the head with something and tackled her to the ground. She was threatened and told not to fight back or she'd be hurt even more. The unnamed victim was then tied up, after which... The assailant took all of her belongings and then fled the scene. Now left alone, the woman immediately tried to escape the bonds, but she could only free her feet. She then found her way out of the park and onto the bridge, where she was able to contact the police. A description of the suspect was then provided, and without wasting any time, local enforcement units followed it through. By 3 a.m. the following morning, detectives were able to track down the suspect identified as Thomas Brannies. Based on the statements later given by witnesses, the 34-year-old and the victim had entered the park together, but it was only Brannies who came out later. The suspect's vehicle was searched, and there they found the victim's stolen belongings. Upon inquiries, it was also determined that he had an outstanding warrant of arrest for assault. The Kaiser native is now in custody and it remains to be seen if he'll be allowed to bail out. If this is the case, then there's the likelihood that this career criminal may go out and strike again. Number one, the Delphi murders. Liberty German and Abigail Williams were residents of Delphi, a close-knit Indiana community where there's only about 3,000 residents. We actually recently covered their entire case on an episode of Every Town, which will be coming out this month, so keep an eye out for that if you're interested in more details on the case. The 14 year old and 13 year old, respectively, were best friends. On February 13, 2017, they decided to trek along the historic trail routes of their hometown. As is typical among kids, the two kept on updating their circle on social media on the status of their little adventure. Around 2 in the afternoon that day, Libby even posted a photo of her companion walking on High Bridge, but after this post, they were not heard or seen from again. Panic began to set in when their families realized that the 8th graders failed to return home that day. A quick search was immediately made by local authorities, and the following day, all their fears came to reality when searchers discovered their lifeless bodies stashed in a wooded area roughly a mile from the site where they were last seen. To respect the dignity of the young victims, police decided not to release the details of how the girls were actually murdered. But the next day, Indiana State Police circulated an image of an individual reportedly seen near Monon High Bridge. A bone-chilling audio recording, taken from Abby's smartphone, was also released to the public. Although muffled, the suspect can be heard saying, Down the hill, which suggests that they may have been led to that area out of their own will. Abby was smart enough to try and gather any evidence she could, knowing she was in serious danger. A composite sketch of what was then believed to be the person of interest was disseminated as well. And all this time, investigators, together with the families and relatives of both girls, have been begging the public to share any information that could lead to the arrest of the perpetrator. Nothing concrete came from it, that is, until recently when a homicide task force made up of local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies finally announced a huge development in the cold case. On October 31st, they revealed that they have taken into custody a man believed to be responsible for the killing of the two teenage girls. In a conference, a spokesperson said that Richard Allen has been arrested and is being charged on two counts of murder. The news came as a shock to the Delphi people who apparently knew the person as one of the many faces they often see in their community. The 60-year-old had worked at a local CVS, and in the days right before the gruesome incident, one of Libby's aunts actually went into that store to have her niece's pictures printed up for her funeral. And the man who helped her was none other than Alan himself, who even offered to pay for the printing costs. Such a kind gesture. Callous with no hints of remorse. He can also be seen in some of his pictures standing in front of one of the wanted posters displayed in a local bar. A lot of questions have yet to be answered, like how he did it and why. As of now, the suspect is being held without bond and is set to appear in court. In light of these shocking events, the Delphi community is still reeling over the development of the case, much more to the fact that the one accused is someone who they considered a friend. So, there with the strange and scary mysteries of the month for November of 2022. If you guys are craving more true crime podcasts, then check out our one called Every Town. And if you want to watch this in video form, go check out our YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'm going to see you in the next one. Hopefully.